stay warm the past week. Rufus told us right here on the show it was going to be cold. It quickly became obvious, though, uh, what he said was true, is that we didn't know really what the specifics were that were going to go down. I mean, he told us, warned us about some of the possibilities. And of course, people right away, when it didn't turn out exactly the way that he said, they said, oh, see, he was wrong. No, he was saying these are possibilities, but we really don't know, especially with this one, how this storm is going to shake out. Welcome back. The Farming Show continues. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI News Talk 790. Uh, why do we talk about the weather on the Farming Show? Well, those are the people probably um, among the most affected by weather like we've had for the past week. And in particular, it's the dairy farmers that uh, have to, to deal with the brunt of it. So I've invited a couple of dairy farmers who happen to be related to each other uh, to join us on the program to kind of fill us in on, on the challenges they've faced this week. Joining me right now is my uh, former PM Bellingham on KGMI co-host, Lynn Rainey Wheeler. Lynn Rainey Wheeler. <laughs> It still doesn't roll off the tongue like I, I, how many times did I say Lynn Rainey back in the day? So it's great to have you here. She's with Coldstream Farms out in uh, Acme, Acme yeah, Valley, whatever, here, yeah. whatever you guys call that out there, your own, yeah, your own, this, own little we world. Call, we call it the South Fork Valley and it is a little bit of our own world, but we like that. And then also joining us on the phone is her sister who uh, managed to escape that little valley and now uh is <laughs> is also a dairy farmer but up in uh what's also known as god's country the the sumas area leah herringa leah rainy herringa so yep. these are both rainies yep. leah thanks for being with us on the program yeah as well. thank you for inviting me yeah thank you so both you of know, you i, I have... got to leave the valley but i still miss it so oh, okay well yeah do we tell the herringas that yeah, we do all the time. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I got the memo on that then. Um, let's, well, Leah, let's start with you because you've been dealing with wind. Wasn't that kind of the first thing to hit? Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, we were probably steady. Uh, it was probably steady 35, 40 miles an hour. And then a little bit of snow and uh, it got, it was about 18 degrees during the day, 15 to 18 degrees. And it's nasty. It were, you know, for farming and trying to keep things going and functioning and myself personally i got to go out and feed the calves and so i'm about um two pairs of long underwear <laughs> sweatpants uh insulated bibs three sweatshirts two hats and a neck warmer and gloves <laughs> and you can't even move because you're trying to stay warm but that's what you got to do to keep those babies warm so feel like the michelin yeah. man walking around oh yeah oh yeah big time <laughs> big time yeah and you're like okay now i gotta pull a calf and i gotta take all these clothes off or i gotta you know get in this hutch and you can't even bend over to do it so yeah so but those babies have to stay warm and the cows have to have their water broken and have to keep the cows fed and the scrapers moving and yeah, hope you don't blow down. None of that stuff. You can't stop any of that stuff, even if the weather's <laughs> terrible. So you just got to keep rolling. That's the name of the game with, 
with dairy farming. So for you guys, and and it was me too. I'm up northeast of Linden, so out sort of your way. I mean, we all of a sudden felt it switch. It was snowing in Bellingham already for a few hours, and it wasn't doing anything up here in the Northlands until all of a sudden that wind started switching around, and we knew, and that's the way it always goes down up here. Uh, the, oh, the wind yeah. switches over, and the temperature just starts dropping like a rock. And that's when things got nasty. What about down in the in the valley there, though? Lynn, um, Lynn Rainey Wheeler with Coldstream Farms is with us here. Uh, how did it hit you guys? Did you start getting snow at the beginning or what happened? Yeah, we just, you know, the temperature dropped and we started getting that beautiful snow falling, light, pretty picturesque snow and slowly watched it accumulate. And then, you know, as we went to sleep Sunday night after that, awesome Seahawks playoff game, uh, woke up and had a whole bunch of snow, but you know, we always think about Leah and Dan farming up in Sumas. We don't get the wind that they get. So, you know, it's rare that I look at the week's forecast and I see temperatures of 10 to 12 degrees, but that's what we really faced this week. And, you know, amen, we don't get that wind, but it's still really challenging. And then the snow continued to come throughout the week. I think at one point we probably had almost a foot and then it melted a little bit yesterday, and then we got four or five more inches again last night. So there's still a lot of snow on the ground up here in the valley. Yeah, you guys ended up getting a lot more snow than we got up here farther north. Yeah, and that makes it tricky. You know, travel, it just becomes compact snow and ice everywhere you go. And so just as Leah mentioned and you mentioned, there's a lot of daily chores that have to happen on a farm, and they become very routine, and you get really efficient at those However, once that snow lands and you have those freezing temperatures, they, you know those simple tasks that you can do every day take hours to get done because it's so much more work. So what are the top things that you do when a storm, uh, a cold storm like that, cold weather, snow, freezing temperatures is headed your way? How do you get ready on a dairy farm? Uh, Leah, you want to start? You want sure. me to well, well go ahead. Uh, go ahead. if we know it's coming, then we uh, usually start putting the curtains down on the barn. So we make sure that all the floats are in winter mode, so that means they keep dripping constantly. We make sure that the calves have lots of stra uh, straw at the bedding down in. Um, you make sure that you have a lot of um, supplies, like your grains. You're stocked up on grains. You make sure you have good sawdust, even though you can't really do sawdust when it's blowing 40 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but you make sure, you know, that you have everything that you could possibly need, and and uh, you make sure that all the tractors are filled up and the generators hooked up to a tractor ready to go just <laughs> in case. Because a few years ago when we got all that, ice we were out without power for um 11 days and thank goodness for tractor generators because the farm and our house would not have ran so yeah that um, was right in your neighborhood where all those oh yeah that was my driveway the, the whole road went down kind of all at the same time from what i heard actually i took a picture of that and i managed to get yeah. it on the front page of the linden tribune it was an You're unbelievable right. uh situation that ice storm who knows what you know could happen yet yet here as we claw our way out of this cold uh pattern and if there could be any ice uh before we're all over this we're crossing our fingers that we don't have any nightmares with that leah you mentioned keeping the floats in winter mode so you're talking about the the animal the, water yeah, water troughs explain how that so works. basically you go around and you have to put them on uh like you adjust the float certain way that it will constantly keep dripping no matter how cold the temperature gets so that those cows constantly have water you still have to go around and break the what the ice off the top 
but at least that they have water flowing at all times. And uh, it can be kind of tedious because, you know, in any given barn, there's between five and six different water troughs. So then all over the farm, there's, you know, over 30 or 40 water troughs. And then that doesn't include the dry cow farm, too. So you just got to make sure that everybody has water, everybody has feed, everybody has dry bedding to lay down in. And so how would you do it for power? Do you keep power the whole time? I know we, we didn't actually power did now. this time. Yeah, we kept power this time. We were we were really grateful for that because our uh, new barn doesn't run on uh, the barn of uh, the tractor generator. Mm. So all the manure would freeze if we didn't have the power. So oh, there's another thing. Yeah, I didn't even think of that about that part of it. You know, you got to keep <clears> the yeah, manure from freezing. Too. <laughs> oh yeah, the tunnels freeze and the scrapers freeze, and it can be pretty tedious trying to manage all that. So Leah Rainey Herringa is with us on the program, as well as her sister Lynn Rainey Wheeler down at Coldstream Farms. She's at down in Acme. Um, with it being that cold, Lynn and, and what Leah was just talking about there with the, you know, keeping the ice out of the, the animal waterers, you probably, if it's cold enough, you, you get done breaking all the ice out of them and, and the ones you started with are probably froze over again. Sure. I mean, we run into a lot of, um, the same issues Leah does and we're, we're both moms too, as you can hear our kids. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> We got calves and cows and we got kids. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We got calves and kids and cows and all that. Um, So same kind of thing. Lots of water trough issues. You know, unfortunately, we ran into the issue the very first night of this week where it got cold, where, you know, sometimes we have to leave water constantly running like Leah talked about. And we didn't open a valve enough and so the Mm. whole pipe froze and now we have broken pipes to fix in one of our calf barns so uh you know good intentions sometimes aren't good enough right so um same kind of thing and as leah mentioned um you know a lot of farmers in whatcom county do a lot of things to be sustainable like flush watering systems where we reuse water to clean our alleyways and when it's this cold we simply can't do that so there's a lot of time spent you know putting compost bedding down so the cows don't slip and corners and um just all that extra work all takes a lot of time and then as soon as it warms up that all just becomes a mud mess right so yeah just those simple things that you you take for granted every day that end up taking a lot of energy and work and time and equipment. And yeah. Well, and I happen to see on social media too, and and you guys there at Coldstream do a great job of sharing lots of stories and photos and stuff. Uh, You guys had a whole crew of you had to get together. um, I can't remember which night it was and chase a bunch of animals. I don't know if it was heifers or something that, that got out down there. Was that because of the cold or (laughs) what? I mean, that's the last thing that you want to be doing in the middle of a snowstorm is bringing cows back in that have gotten out. Absolutely. And um, thou shall remain nameless, but somebody left a gate open. So that was totally unrelated to the the storm. Uh, Oh, somebody always has to do the the sprint, (laughs) the sprint of shame when when they discover they're the one that left the gate open. Been there. Yes. And on the way to go put all the young heifers in, um, my nephews who had helped out that day, cause Sunday afternoon after church, they often help around the farm, do chores. We're like, hope it wasn't my gate. I bet it was your gate and pointing a lot of fingers. And, um, so I, 
you know, at the end of the day, they, whoever left it open knows who left it open, but we had about 96 month old heifers out and they were really out. I mean, they were down the road, they were out in the field and at that young, excited age, they're a little bit more challenging to put in. So, <laughs> so you had a yeah, rodeo on your hands. Um, yeah. You know, in the snow with headlamps on in the dark. Yeah. So and you got Luckily, them all in. We got them all back. Yeah, we got them all in. They had a lot of fun. It was a little stressful for us, uh, but that's part of farming, right? Well, how long did it take you to do it? Oh, to put them all in? Yeah. Uh, it didn't take too long. I mean, probably half an hour. And then y'all got to go back out with headlamps and try to find, you know, did two or three miss the whole group coming in because it's dark, right? So. Yeah. You can almost spend as much time walking around to make sure you got everyone. And then a bigger concern is when it's that cold out that it's slippery, right? So yeah. did someone fall and hurt themselves or, yeah. So not, not, not the most fun in farming. It's not really what you want to get for a phone call of, hi, there's a bunch of heifers in my yard <laughs> from your neighbor. Well, we got a couple of dairy farm sisters on the program with us right now. The farming show continues here on KGMI News Talk 790, as well as the Save Family Farming podcast, which is where you can find this program uh, anytime on SoundCloud. Dylan Honkoop here and um, just talking with Lynn Rainey uh wheeler i'm gonna get the names mixed up at some point here and uh leah rainy herringa uh who farms with her husband and, and family up uh farther north than than lynn down at Coldstream farms in acme now leah when you you know growing up down in acme you you didn't have the wind and no. then when you when you moved up to sumas and started farming with your husband I, that was that a little bit of a wake up call on, on oh what we've been talking about. It, it was so I was like, "You're crazy! This place is crazy!" Like the first time I got, well, I got stuck at my parents when I was feeding calves up there one time, and then I was like, "I need to get home," you know, I just need to get home, and so I get up to the house, and I'm like, "There's my porch. Who would live here? There's a snowdrift going to my porch." I was so crazy. They're like, "This is nuts!" And now that I'm actually like farming here, I'm like, "Why didn't we just stop in Skagit County?" Like <laughs> Jim, seriously, why didn't you just stop? Skagit County because I mean it, it's crazy because summer you get three more hours of sunshine but winter it's like this is crazy like you people are nuts like our <laughs> snow falls flat in Acme what is this blowing business like I can't even see my my house like yeah. what, what is this and yeah well, what it's do taken you, a bit what, of an adjustment period what do you figure we got up and and maybe you guys got a little bit more because you're a little closer to the hill than i am how much snow do you figure you got down there because lynn you're saying down in acme you guys got all told what 16 18 inches i mean maybe um, probably total we got a foot some melted and then we got another you yeah. know four to six last night so yeah. i mean i would feel comfortable with that estimation Leah, any way uh, to tell what you, what you figure we got up in <laughs> the north? That's a good. That's a good question. I think at the first time, I think we probably got close to three, but it probably ended up in Acme. So, um, <laughs> but Out in Birch yesterday Bay, we managed. In yeah, Bay. yeah, we ended up getting about five yesterday after the wind kind of died, but uh, who knows if it's going to kick back up? That's but, interesting because yeah, I only. I mean, I'm you know a few miles west of you, and I only got an inch, so it must have wow, backed up yeah. against the hill, and you got more. It's, but what, I think it's crazy. Even just with a few inches or a foot, I mean, how? What are the biggest drifts out there? That drifts up pretty good. 
Oh yeah, we had some by the shop. It was probably it was probably five and a half feet tall going out to Dan's shop, and then uh, by the barn. But the roads were pretty good. They stayed good this time. Usually, there's you know three four feet of drifts everywhere. Um, mostly, they were at our house and at the barn at our dry cow farm. I think there's a couple that are like six or seven. So yeah, you it, know it kind of depends on where you're at. Any anybody so, or anything get stuck? I mean, I'm assuming the milk trucks get no, rolling all not, time. not this time. The last time we had a really big one, we our milk truck took the Nooksack Avenue, and Dan and his brother spent three hours pulling him out um, in a big snowdrift. It was ridiculous. And so luckily this time everybody was able to make it to work, and milk trucks showed up on time and. So and Lynn, you I'm haven't had enough. You haven't had enough snow down south there to get anything stuck, have you? Um, no, we got really lucky this time. I mean, we to be honest, we're really blessed around here. We have really good milk truck drivers. A lot of them grew up on farms or drove truck before. You know, um, a lot of those guys have driven for LTI for a really long time. So we're really lucky, and for us farmers, it's really important that that milk get picked up. So. Uh, no, they were on time for us too, Leah. So it was really good. <laughs> so, so when you guys hear a storm like this in the forecast, you just pretty much dread it. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. If I didn't have the dairy, I'd be like, let's go somewhere warm. Because <laughs> this is ridiculous. But <laughs> I know. I love, you know, social media is always really good at reminding you that you're a dairy farmer because your friends are like, oh, I'm playing in the snow and here's my slippers in front of the fire and my hot toddy. And I'm like standing out there, like filling the water trough, you know, because the heifers will play with the hose. And I'm like, yeah, same here. I'm doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You don't feed your you don't feed your animals hot toddies. No, but they you know the thing about the animals is my um, brother in law Galen and I were laughing about this is you know we're scurrying around working hard and it's like they don't even know it's cold right because their feet is still there yeah. the water's still there they have fresh bedding. Well, and from they're what nice I understand that yeah the, those animals I mean they're covered in hair and plus they're just their body temperature works differently their nervous system is differently cold doesn't really bother them until it's quite a bit colder than what humans can handle yeah. yeah well and if you know just the logical thinking if you keep good groceries in front of them they're going to be just fine they're going to be able to sustain so while yeah. we're running around and freezing you know those cows are sitting there chewing their cud like wow yeah, what's what deal? are you doing it's fine it's a big same thing today right so well yeah. and there is something about a snowstorm and then you go into a closed yeah, area of the barn with a bunch of animals yeah. and and it's almost a little bit warm in there from all the animals kind of heating it up and they're just hanging out and it's like wow i wish i could just stand here and inside and <laughs> yep. do the cow thing <laughs> yeah yep. it's true all right rainy sisters leah rainy herringa and lynn rainy wheeler down at Coldstream farms in acme and leah of course up in in the sumas area herringaville uh, up there thank you both for for filling us in and, and best of You're luck back. to you hopefully we don't have too many more nightmares as we get out of the rest of this cold yeah thanks, thank you dylan, dylan.